A young eight-year-old boy with huge brown eyes looked up into the face of the owner of the tea shop. The man asked him kindly, What do you want, my child? The boy pointed at a children's book on whose cover was an illustration of a nearly bald, laughing man with a long nose. Do you have any money? The man asked. The child emptied his pockets and took out a two-rupee coin. He then climbed on top of a stool and placed the coin on the counter. That is not enough money, the shopkeeper said. But after a pause, he added, However, you can have this chocolate for the money you have given me. The boy took the chocolate with his hands, but his heart was set on the book on whose cover was a nearly bald, laughing man with a long nose. A 66-year-old Panjitata sat in his big armchair. He looked around the room and saw the many cupboards of his books on every topic ranging from politics to science fiction to romance in the many languages he could read – Tamil, English, French, Spanish and Hindi. It had been his dream to build a small library in his home with the books he had collected since childhood. And that dream was now close to realization. He had just one book left which he had to acquire to complete his dream collection. He had searched far and wide, visiting bookshops and libraries all over the country, but he hadn't been able to lay his hands on that particular book. Just then, the doorbell rang. Panjitata absent-mindedly scratched the tattoo of a compass on the back of his neck as he got out of his armchair and limped to the door with the help of his walking stick. He looked through the peephole and saw two faces which he had not seen for more than 15 years. But he had known that they would one day come to him, searching for answers. He smoothened his milk-white hair and took a quick look at his dark wrinkled face in the mirror before unlocking the door. He wordlessly stood by the side, indicating Zaira and Sartan to come inside. Panjitata led them to his study and sat in his armchair while his guests made themselves comfortable on the brown velvet sofa. Zaira would have liked to jump straight into questions regarding her father, but Sartan gave her a disapproving look and asked Tata, So, how is the bread business going? Well, it isn't nearly as exciting as the days I spent with your father, Tata replied, looking at Zaira. But my heart is much more peaceful now, not having to always worry about who's scheming for our downfall or who's waiting around the street corner to finish us off. Zaira and Sartan laughed. Sitting on the sofa, Sartan suddenly realized that even after all these years, they did not know the real name of the man sitting in front of them. Everyone called him Panjitata because they all felt he had a heart as soft as cotton. He was not a man who belonged in the world of crime at all, but fate had different plans for him. When after many years of toiling, he finally had enough money, he had removed himself from the crime world, disillusioned, and had started baking bread. What has made you visit this old man after all these years? He asked them. My father led us to believe that you'd know something about his murder, Zaira said. Panjitata looked into the eyes of the two people sitting in front of him. Once were burning with vengeance, the others were calm, steady. Were they ready for this information? He couldn't tell, but he decided to trust the judgment of his oldest nunban.
a lifelong friendship which had been forged in the slum all those years ago due to want of a piece of idli on the day before his murder 8 years ago ishwar came to visit me here panchatata said he then went on to narrate the happenings of ishwar jamal's visit there was a knock on the door followed by the ringing of the doorbell and then a knock again it was the code which ishwar jamal used to let his friend know that it was him at the door panchatata's heart leapt as he went to open the door for his childhood friend the pair of them had sat on that very sofa which sartan and zaira were sitting on now and had laughed for hours together reminiscing long lost memories of youth when the laughter finally died down for a few seconds ishwar had said in a serious voice anna i have to tell you a very important thing panjatata had been taken aback by the sudden change in tone ishwar went on i think the time for me to be reunited with geeta is fast approaching this could be the last time we speak to each other ishwar jamal had many flaws but panjatata knew that this man's judgment of situations was impeccable by whose hands is it going to happen i think you can figure this one out yourself care to venture a guess typical ishwar giving him problems to solve until the very end panjatata thought for a minute then his eyes grew wide don't tell me it's that kid maran ishwar nodded he is getting released from prison tomorrow but i have to commend you your memory is still in order although you have not been by my side for many years now panjatata ignored the jibe but doesn't he realize that there was no way we could have prevented his brother's death in fact we advised his brother to not go to that place we told him that it would be a suicide mission he chose to go anyway how can you be responsible for that panjatata asked half angrily half helplessly you and i know it anna but fate has decided that my death will be by the hands of maran panjatata couldn't control himself any longer fate you were the one who used to tell me that we are the masters of our fate now you come and tell me that you're going to die because fate has decided it tell me the real reason why you're accepting your so called fate ishwar was silent for a few seconds panjatata sat in front of him breathing heavily from the sudden outburst he mentally prepared himself for an argument for whatever ishwar's reply would be he simply could not allow his oldest friend to walk into his own death because i am tired said ishwar simply panjatata sat stunned in his seat he simply had not expected that answer he looked into the eyes of his oldest friend he didn't recognize the tired weary old man looking at him and in that moment he realized why ishwar jamal was telling these things to him he was the only person who could understand ishwar's need to get away from it all and never return again you are presenting us with a fate accompli aren't you panjatata said quietly ishwar jamal didn't reply panjatata got up and hugged his friend one final time a thousand emotions flooded him as his heart sank deeper and deeper every second he wanted to scream loudly hold on tightly to his friend and not let him go away but he was determined 
that it would not be with tears that he sent his friend off for the final time see you on the other side my friend said ishwar as he stepped out of the house long time ishwar jamal panjatata closed the door behind him ishwar jamal loitered for a few extra seconds in the hallway before climbing down the stairs he could hear loud weeping from inside the room he had just left as panjatata finished his story The spark of revenge was burning ever so strongly inside Zaira's eyes. The fact that her father had walked into his own death by his own choice did not deter her. She still felt that if the murderer had not come to the hotel that fateful night, her father might still be living with her. Where can we find this Maran? she asked impatiently. Actually, from what I heard, he has gone into hiding since your father's death. No one has seen him in a very long time. Do you have a photo of his so that we can ask our men to search for him? No, I don't have his photo. Sartan and Zaira felt like they had hit a roadblock. How were they going to find Marin without knowing where he was or how he looked? After a moment of thought, Panjatata added, "I remember one thing though. Almost half of the skin in his right knee was blown away in a fire accident." Sartan suddenly asked, "Tata, Maran's brother died almost 18 years ago, but Ishwar uncle was killed about 8 years ago. Where had Maran been for those 10 years?" "It was the work of Geeta," Panchatata said. "When we had gone to the funeral of Maran's brother, everyone was so heartbroken over the fact that we had not been able to procure even his body for the final rites. Maran on the other hand, was so angry that he tried to stab Ishwar with a knife even in the presence of everyone Geeta got scared looking at the amount of rage Maran carried inside himself wanting to protect her husband's life and thereby thousands of more lives in the slum she handed over Maran's criminal record over to the police he was put away in jail for 10 years by the time he returned Geeta was dead and the first thing he did as soon as he came out of jail was murder ishwar panjatata had told them all he knew he couldn't help them anymore sartan and zaira thanked him and rose up from their seat just before they left zaira handed panjatata a package wrapped in brown paper when he was alive appa told me to give this to you whenever i saw you again panjatata unwrapped the parcel It was a collector's edition of a children's book with a picture of a nearly bald laughing man with a long nose on its cover. His dream library was complete.